Hello and welcome to the DNA Fat Loss Podcast for Executives. I'm your host, Nutrition Al, and in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing part one of my interview with Bracca Getz, Harvard educated wellness expert. Bracca is a spiritual author of over 38 books and shares how her spirituality helped her overcome her food addiction. Let's dive in. Thank you, Bracca, for joining me on the podcast today. Would you like to introduce yourself for the audience? Okay, sure. Um, I'm the author of 38 spiritual children's books and one memoir um, about how I overcame food addictions, basically. And um, let's see, I studied at Harvard and then I was studying in medical school to, to become a psychiatrist. And I guess that's that's as much as I'll say right now, okay? <laughs> 38 children's books and then one book around relationship with food. Wow, that is, that is amazing. So I'd love to hear more. You mentioned you studied at Harvard and some time at medical school. Can you talk me through, and for the audience, a little bit about your background, how you got into the writing as you are today? Yeah, well... Okay, over the spiritual part, these children's books, it's kind of unusual because most picture books for children are not spiritual books. I write about really deep stuff in a simple way so that, so that children can understand deep spiritual concepts. That's what I love to do. So the same thing with the book for adults, the memoir that I wrote, I, I don't like to write long things. So... It kind of wrote itself. It's a memoir. It's composed of like my diaries, my journal entries, letters that I wrote. It's the process of how I developed food addictions and how I overcame them. And the book was, it's kind of like a case study because you go through it with me. You know, you see it developing and then you see me healing. And truthfully, the book was like a therapeutic experience because it was at the end of the book, putting it together, compiling it, is how I came to understand why when I was able to get the spiritual nourishment that I was craving, I no longer had a need for the food addictions. So that's really what the path of the book is about. And that's what I'm enjoying sharing now with people. It's, it's to me a really important ingredient that is sometimes left out of overcoming food addictions, the, the spiritual aspect. That's amazing. That's amazing. I would love to learn more about that. Do you mind sharing, um, I guess, briefly talk us through the book, what the journey looks like and, and share as much detail as you like. Okay. What I learned, what changed my life, I was searching for what is the purpose to life. I couldn't believe, like there was something missing from my life. I couldn't believe that the purpose of life was to get up every day, to, to eat food, to go to work, to make money, to eat food, to go to work, to make money. Like, what is this all for? You know, what's the purpose of all this? When I, when I, I got to Israel in the summer before my first and second year of medical, before my second year of medical school, I had a six week break. I met this rabbi who's no longer alive. It changed my life. What I was searching in all kinds of religions and everything, but my own heritage, I didn't, I didn't even know there was anything spiritual there. So it was like a big discovery for me to find this is that 
he, he spoke about that the purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. And I was like, I never heard anything like that. The purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. What does that mean? And he talked about the pleasure ladder. There's five levels to the pleasure ladder. On the first level are all the physical pleasures that we enjoy. And food is one of them. That's why people can so easily get stuck on food. It's the most, it's one of the most basic pleasures. Like, it could have been that we just take a pill every day, a tasteless pill. But, but food was designed to be, to be beautiful. Like when we pick it from the tree, it becomes bright, ripe, and bright, bright colors, bright orange, like this bright orange. Um, and and it, it tastes delicious. It has a beautiful aroma. And, and it looks beautiful. So everything, it, it just opened my mind up to realize that this world was created for our pleasure. So that food is meant to be pleasurable. And if we don't have enough other pleasures in our life, we could get stuck on food because it immediately gives us pleasure. And why do we overeat? Because we want the pleasure to keep lasting. That makes so much sense. So how do we get over that? We bring in other pleasures. We bring in, on the same level of physical pleasures, we could bring in music. Let's say we're overeating. We could turn on music. We could start dancing, stretching, and we suddenly would have another pleasure in our life. We wouldn't be as drawn to, also we don't overeat like the natural healthy stuff, really. We, we overeat the stuff that isn't as natural. It doesn't have the same vitality of connection to source like a, an orange or an apple would have. You know, we, we eat the stuff that's more, we, we tend to overeat the stuff that's more processed and it doesn't have the vitality of source so much in it. So we, we we let, let's say turn on music or we go out into nature we, or we move, we, we dance, we do yoga, we stretch. And when we do those things, we don't feel like the bag of potato chips is calling our name as loudly anymore because, because we are getting a more lasting joy or another type of joy, even on the same level of pleasure. Um, I could quickly tell you the other levels. The second level is love, which according to the definition, it's, an, it's, a, it's, an, it's a unique definition. It involves focusing on the virtues of another. So it's not dependent on getting love from anybody. It's about focusing on the virtues of someone else so we could bring that kind of love into our life at any moment. And, and each level is each level of pleasure, the way we experience pleasure is through gratitude. So when we feel grateful for this orange, it's like a kind of mindfulness and we don't feel like overeating as much because it's, it's filling our hungry soul. And so love, focusing on another, that's gratitude. In, in, in each level, we build more connection into our life because when we overeat, we're feeling alienation, disconnection, loneliness, stress, these are all disconnecting ways of feeling. So we bring, as we bring more connection into our life by adding more pleasure, the need to overeat or to have any addiction, it just decreases because we've filled our hungry soul. So after love, the next level up is meaning. It's, it's doing something meaningful. 
and again, when we're doing something meaningful, we don't feel like overeating. It's just we're involved in something greater and bringing more pleasure. Up, up the ladder, the fourth level is creativity. As you know, when you're doing something creative, you don't feel like, um, you don't think about eating or even sleeping when you're in that zone of creativity. It's like such a pleasure. And then the highest level is transcendence. When we when we just recognize the connection between everything and everybody, it's like complete connection. And and we, we don't spend a lot of time at that highest level. We get glimpses of it in life, like under a starry sky. We all know what that feels like. We keep that pleasure within us. It's something we can return to, that sense of being a part of the awesome universe. So, so those are basically the five levels of pleasure in a nutshell. And, and, and when we recognize that there's an abundance of pleasure in the world, if we keep that in our mind, then we don't feel that sense of scarcity that we need to keep overeating. And that's the only pleasure we could get, right? You know, we, we realize that we could bring other pleasures into our life. That's amazing. That, I think that really resonates in terms of we often find ourselves overeating when we just don't get the satisfaction, the the pleasure as you say from other things whether it's well if you think about most of the common should we say emotional eating um scenarios it's stressed at work or arguing with a close friend or family member or, or spouse or something and that leads one to go and dive into the chip cupboard and have all the candy and chocolate and all that sort of stuff so yeah that that resonates really powerfully Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time to check it out. If you haven't already, I would love it if you subscribed or left a review or you shared uh, the podcast with a close friend, friend or family who maybe you think this would be useful and valuable for. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to speaking with you soon.